0: Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder.
1: And I'm Sarah Severson. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. Today we're down by the Mancus River in Mancus, Colorado.
0: Beautiful out here today. The river's really flowing.
1: It's gorgeous, clear and clean and running high for the Mancus River.
0: (laughs) The mighty Mancus.
1: (laughs) Step across it a couple steps. (laughs) The story you're about to hear was told by Maddie Butcher at our live storytelling event in May when the theme was baggage.
0: Maddie Butcher worked for nearly two decades as a freelance journalist for the Boston Globe, the Wall Street Journal, and many other publications while raising her three boys. Now she's a reporter and publisher of five horsey and outdoorsy websites. The Mainer happily swapped the ocean and rain, bugs, and crowded spaces for mountains and vistas. She's the author of A Rider's Reader, Exploring Horse Sense, Science, and Sentiment. Here's Maddie's story.
2: When it comes to baggage, I realized after this story um, that there are small state laws applying to baggage and bigger universal laws. And this story has to do with both. Um, I don't like to fly. So every summer I drive to Maine and back to visit my folks. And on this particular uh, trip, I was going to go with my two grown sons, two cars, with me and my two dogs in one and and uh, the boys in the other and we're going to camp and stay off the interstate. And uh, so we head out one May morning. It's hot and we're leaving Utah actually and um, almost immediately we're in the middle of this luxury car rally. It's called the Gold Rush Rally I learn and there are, I'm a bit of a car nut so I recognize these things, there are Lamborghinis and. Bugattis and Maseratis, Ferraris, Rolls Royces and photographers are hanging out the window taking pictures of each other and they're leapfrogging going about 100 miles an hour. And um, gas is a great equalizer so we catch up to them at these small rural gas stations on State Highway and and, uh, I'm in the ladies room with a bunch of Gold Rush gals who are like gold stiletto heels and gold (laughs) spandex and rhinestone ball caps and and one of them says to her friend did you see that deer? And I'm assuming she means the live one but thus far all I have seen is dead deer. Dead prairie dogs, dead squirrels, dead coyote, dead hawks. Just literally tons of roadkill along this stretch. And and so we all get back on the road and um, I like to pull into Kind of deserted gravel roads to let the dogs run around off-leash, and um, I'm about seven miles out of the last town, and I pull into a deserted gravel road, and I have um, the first of one kind of surreal moment where, you know, it's kind of like a car crash where everything slows down, and I'm opening the door to let the dogs out, um, herding dogs. and. I'm opening the door, their front paws are touching the ground, and I see these two little lambs running towards me like, Mom, Mom, where have you been? And just, of course, I'm thinking, dogs, lambs, gold rush rally, biggest roadkill of the century. And um, so I grab the dogs by the collars and throw them back in the car, and immediately the lambs are at my feet. Umbilical cords are still crusty on their bellies, maybe maybe 7 pounds, 10 pounds. And I'm like, where is their mom? Where's the rancher? Where's the ranch? So um, I throw them into the car in the passenger seat and um, think, okay, I'm going to round this bend and um, the the rancher's going to be there, mom is going to be there. And I round the bend, and there's a big billboard that says, toxic waste, hazardous, do not proceed, turn around right away. And um, so I turn back, and I have the second suspended moment where I'm, it's kind of like will you marry me type of moment where it's like I can can drop the lambs back off where they were. It's 90 degrees, no shade, no mother, Um, or I can um, try to Figure out the problem, and so I head instead of heading um, east to catch up to my kids, who by now are um, half an hour ahead of me. I head back west and pull into the first driveway uh, with a car in it. Um, this I learned, is the home of um, Dan and Merlin, who are a gay couple who make their living selling celebrity autographs online. <laughs> um, I bring, I bring the lambs into their kitchen. They're kind of skittering all over the linoleum floor and peeing and spilling the water, uh, the cat's water. And I, I, I ask for help and you know, f- won't you take the lambs? And Dan and Merlin un- under no certain terms want the lambs, um, but they help, they start making phone calls to rancher friends and at one point, Uh, Dan hops in the car and tries to go track down a rancher who will take the lambs. Long story short, um, uh, they won't take the lambs, and no one they know will take the lambs. Um, So I make the decision, kind of, sort of, not really thinking things through to take the lambs with me, cross country. (laughs) So. Uh, an hour later, I learned how to bottle feed lambs for the first time. And then about 90 minutes later, I learned how to bottle feed lambs while doing 80 trying to catch up to my kids who are by now in um, eastern Colorado. Um, the first night is uh, in a national forest camping as planned. Um, and I'm thinking, uh, I can't leave them tied up outside. They'll get eaten. Um, I can't leave them in the car, which, by the way... It's not my car, it's my boyfriend's car. Um, and so imagine if you can livestock Maddie herding dogs in the tent. And we sleep as well as could be expected for livestock me and herding dogs. And, and get back on the road. Um, everything is going all right. Um, lambs are still alive. and. I get a call from my boyfriend about mid-afternoon, and and this is while we were in Nebraska. And uh, he says, hey, there's tornado warnings in in your area. And sure enough, there's like tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings. There will be no camping. So I book a motel and um, ask for a room near the exit. And um, imagine if you can. Stuffing a lamb into a duffel bag saying this is for your own good and, um, and so my my son does help out by turning on wheel of fortune really loud to like block out the bleeding we get them we get them settled in the bathtub and, um, and Yeah, that that goes okay. We're um, making progress another 600 miles day three again weather is um, just hardcore rain and and that night actually it it, it is called the smugglers inn um, and i 'm really thankful for um, the apathy and weariness of fellow travelers at two in the morning because it came in handy. Um, day four is getting really kind of sketchy because the Lambs are doing really well, and um, I'm stuffing the cup holders with grass, trying to keep them busy, and I've learned that lambs don't blink. They j- they'll make eye contact with you and, like, in one, in one leap, jump into the back with the dogs, and it's, so it's the kind of thing that would necessitate um, highway stops. Um, we finally land at my friend nina's house um, her farm she's actually a sheep gal, and she actually wasn't a friend five days ago but <laughs> but um, she had been coaching me all along via crazy text messages um, so we are um, as a group very happy to land at nina's farm um, and uh and yeah, so all's well, that ends well uh, I was chatting with another friend of mine who said, how, um, how do you think they landed in the middle of nowhere? Uh, do you think they fell off a truck? Or maybe they were pushed? Thanks. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Maddie, for telling that story. And stick around for the outtake at the end of this podcast.
1: To hear more stories like this one, subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, where you can also leave comments and share the stories with your friends.
0: If you want to pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives live storytelling event, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page.
1: You can also see a photo gallery of our storytellers and find out what the themes will be at upcoming events.
0: The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org.
1: Special thanks goes out to our sound engineering wizard, Mike McAllister, for his technical expertise in recording and mixing the Raven Narrative stories told at the Sunflower Theater.
0: Support for The Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at RedScarfShots.com.
2: Now for the outtake. <laughs>
1: Did they poop all over your truck or car? Oh, yeah, they trashed yeah.
2: it. They trashed it. And it yeah. was your boyfriend's? <laughs> it was my boyfriend's, yeah. And so it's it well, yeah. kind of awesome. And he's not <laughs> an animal guy. He's, well, he's not a lamb guy. And my friend in Maine said, diapers. Did you put di- diapers I on try- that? That was <laughs> my supermarket stop. <laughs> okay. Was Nina was saying, yeah, put diapers on it. I'm like, okay, and it did not work at all. It Uh-oh. didn't. It but didn't hold no. it in. They wouldn't have them. No, they wouldn't have them. Oh, they nice. just, like, uh, picked uh, them just yeah, picked them off. Yeah, them off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Jerry, you know. do you still have the boyfriend? I do. You do. He's, he's a th- good he's man. Stuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> Does he still have the truck? Yeah. He does. But I cleaned the bejesus out <laughs> of it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. so.